welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast, the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the Audience Conversion Method, Kimberly Whitecamp. Do you struggle with getting your message in front of the right people? I don't mean figuring out which of the many social media channels to be out there. Whenever you have a new offer or a new opportunity or even a new resource that you really want to share with your community, do you struggle with getting your community to actually open your emails? I have created a really awesome in-depth workshop where we'll go through exactly how you can use a welcome series. It's a series of five to seven emails that people get when they first join your list that creates a curated customer experience and leads to higher engagement rates, higher conversion rates, and higher open and click rates. You can join me and grab your ticket at theaudienceconverter.com slash workshop. If you've ever wanted to create an engaged community that you know is going to be more eager to open your messages, learn about your offerings, and of course, expand the audience in which see your offer and have the opportunity to invest their time, energy, resources, and money with you, this is definitely an option for you to get those welcome series written. So this three-hour workshop will be a get-it-done style, training, time to write, and time to get feedback. Grab your ticket at theaudienceconverter.com slash workshop. You are in for a treat today with our episode because we're talking all about processes and how to get other people to do the things that you don't like doing. So many of us as entrepreneurs, we struggle with uh, making processes, figuring out how to get things actually done and time management, right? And of course, to help me talk about this topic, I have another amazing guest with a very fun and hard to pronounce name. I want to welcome Anya Riva Grube to the Audience Converter podcast. She is the founder and CEO of Management Made Easy. She's an online business management service. It focuses on building trust and client relationships by leveraging virtual tools, remote teamwork, and online operations for consistent client-focused service experience for her clients. She's also creating an amazing community called Delegation Nation for visionary content creators who want to learn how to synchronize the people, processes, and platforms that support them to get control of their chaos and frustration so they can live and work in their zone of genius. She's on a mission to end suffering in work relationships so that all of us can get back to doing what we love to do, finding the other people who have what they love to do, and making sure it all works together so that we can build the business and the life that we want. So Anya, I want to say thank you so much for being here and welcome to the show. Hi, Kimberly. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'm really, really looking forward to this. Absolutely. So, you know, you kind of do what I kind of hate doing, and that's manage people, figure out processes, document everything. Like, I can do that kind of stuff, but it's not my favorite thing. And that's why you provide this kind of service to people. But I would love to know, how did you get started? Like, what made you think, you know what, I want to help people run their businesses? Well, I think as with every entrepreneur, there was not a day where I just woke up and decided, hey, let's do this. I more or less grew into this by uh, starting um, on my own. I was a marriage counselor and then I started to wanting to wanting to work from home and it was just not not possible because 
there was no setup for this, nowhere to be found, um, especially here in Germany, as we are, uh, the virtual world is like two or three years behind the American market. So I had a really hard time to find someone to help me with that and to make that possible for me. And so I just created it on my own. I took a lot of online courses, uh, mostly with American mentors and, and coaches. And I learned a lot about the technology and uh, the remote settings and all these nice little things. And then I ran my practice basically from home. And suddenly a lot of people approached me asking me like, how did you do your website? What's this nice little calendar thingy that you're using uh, to book your meetings and things like that. And that was when I actually started to realize, okay, obviously it's not as easy for everyone as it is for me. Because for me, it was like, I took the course, I learned how to do it, I did it. And it was fun. And uh, by other people approaching me, asking me about that, I realized, okay, obviously there's something there. And that's where, what started my journey uh, down that path. And over the years, of course, it, it grew very distinct so that I, I'm now very clear about, okay, this is what I actually have fun with and could do all day long. So that's, that's why I'm where I'm at now. Wow. Marriage counselor to business manager. <laughs> uh, that is quite the journey. And, you know, it's so interesting that you mention, you know, we're in a we're in a in a pandemic world right now where so many places are, are kind of opening up to that virtual and work from home environment. But when you got started, it wasn't even a, a an idea. Right. People couldn't even contemplate being able to do something like this from home. And uh, I lived in New Zealand for a while, and I was really surprised to see how far the technology was behind the American market. Like the same companies are making the same types of things, but they're making things that were three to five years behind what I could find in the USA, which was a real shock to me as well. So I find <laughs> it so interesting that you kind of got started in an online space in an area where like being in the online space was a no-go at the time. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of dived in, basically, you had the approach of, well, I'll learn it and then I'll do it. But you realize that a lot of people don't have that approach, right? They don't like learning and then doing, they want someone else to do it. So tell me a little bit about, you know, what are the things that you do help other people kind of get accomplished and get done? Yeah, well, uh, a lot of entrepreneurs are the big visionaries so they have a lot of ideas and then they are generating ideas uh, on a daily basis but uh, a lot of them also never take these ideas and bring them to fruition and bring them into their business or into reality and um, it's really sad to see sometimes with some ideas okay maybe it's better but there are actually a lot of great ideas that if they were actually brought into vision and brought, just implemented, it would make a, a huge impact, right? On the people and on the business and everything. So I started to see that there's this real big gap between having the big ideas and being the thinker and being the, the visionary and um, actually being the doer and the one who's implementing and the one who's yeah, just basically checking off tasks off the list. 
And um, what was missing between the two is kind of someone who can conceptualize and strategize and make a plan and build a process. And that is kind of missing. So there's a gap. And uh, I realized that a few years ago. And so I thought, okay, but I can easily fill that gap because that's the way I think anyway. So if you give me an idea, my mind instantly goes to, oh, but what would be the first step to do that? And what would be needed to get to the end result? And, hmm, that's interesting. And let's just map it out. That's just the, the way I naturally think anyway. And so I started to do that with people and for other people. And it took off pretty quickly. Um, and so by now, I'm really taking their ideas, building processes and systems around that. And then the implementation into their business is done by either their team or people on my team. And then uh, we run both systems and processes and see how we can improve them and where are still gaps and things like that. And it really improves their businesses. So my clients are really happy because they can just continue having great ideas and the business still is running. And I'm really happy because um, I can just take the vision and, and run with it, basically. And that's, that's really empowering for me as well. So your happy place is planning out all the processes. And one of the things you mentioned, right, is that it's uh, a lot of entrepreneurs, right? We find ourselves having all these ideas. I know I suffer from a idea mania, if you will, right? <laughs> I've got all these ideas, but all these things I want to happen. And I'm actually that person who can plan it out. I can like make the big, okay, here's your big picture. Now here's the step-by-step, -step. but then implementing that step-by-step -step is a completely different story, right? Many of us, you know, we're, we're, we tend to fall in one category or the other, right? We're, we're that idea generator, not the implementer. We're the implementer, but not the idea generator. So, you know, as a community builder, uh, just to take a moment here for the audience converter community, as a community builder, you need to have both abilities in place, right? Having the big ideas, generating the, the big picture type stuff, figuring out exactly what you want your community to look like, and then also creating those step-by-step -step processes and the follow-ups and the the structure for how it's actually going to come to fruition, right? How it's actually going to happen. So Anya, tell me a little bit about, you know, where do you see people struggle the most with creating processes? Well, there are actually, um, I think, three key areas, you could say. Um, well, just to bring that uh, up, my, my most effective clients who are like rocking and rolling their businesses they have 12 basic processes in place, right? But people who are just starting to think about building processes and systems, they have usually three pitfalls that are kind of standing in their way uh, without them even realizing it. One of them is that they actually jump from idea into implementation right away. So this, this step in between of the conceptualization and just mapping it out first is oftentimes missing and that leads them to to jump between big idea detail big idea detail and they get lost in either or and or jumping around between the two and that takes them a lot of time to really strategically implement or strategically get to the result 
because of this back and forth and back and forth. And that is really something that I see a lot of people struggling with. The second thing is, if they are trying, let's say trying to get support, because they think they are getting support oftentimes, but they are actually trying and hiring someone to do the implementation for them or help them with their business, whatever, they are not realizing that uh, most of the time they have everything in their head and the other person who's supposed to support them, they don't actually know what to do. They are just like trying to figure things out and winging it. And uh, oftentimes it's not working the way any of those people want it to work. And that's the, the other issue that I'm seeing because the entrepreneur does not know what's wrong. They are thinking like, I'm just hiring the wrong people. While instead, it's actually a problem of having a, just a system in place or a process. And um, the third big thing that I'm seeing a lot of people fall into is that they are not, like they, ha they are having this big idea and they are implementing some of it. And then they are like a squirrels jumping to the next big idea. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the area that that's most often becomes apparent is they are creating a product. They have an idea for a great service or product. They are creating it. They get excited about it. They market it and they sell it. But as soon as the client handed over the money, then there comes the gap. Because there's no onboarding. All the boring detailed stuff of sending out an agreement and making sure the payment links work and all of these things, that is no longer of interest because the big idea is already born and they are on to the next thing already. But that actually leads to the client being very unhappy with uh, whatever they bought. Mm. So both the areas are the, the ones that I'm seeing people most struggling with. And uh, the thing that's really bothering me about that is that it's always, it's a systems problem. All they would need is having a system or a process running in the background, and then they would not struggle as much, but they are not aware of that. And so they keep on struggling. I can so relate to that story, right? There are so many pieces and processes that you need to have in place just to get people from saying, yes, I want to work with you to, okay, now we're working together, right? You, As you mentioned, you've got a contract, you have to send the invoice, you have to make sure the payment structure is set up, you've got to get the background information, you have to gather that, you have to figure out where all the information is going to be stored, you have to set up a, a call to start the project. You know, all of these things are things that need to be in place or that you have to know are something you want in place. Uh, but if you don't have a clear uh, vision or a clear process for that to happen, you know, it can get very confusing. Right. Uh, it took me, I don't know, a good 18 months to finally like have a system down where, OK, once somebody did A, then B took place, then C took place and then D took place, which was OK. Now you have your link. Let's book our first call. So I can definitely see where so many entrepreneurs struggle with that. And it's not about, oh, I don't want to provide a great experience. I just want the money. It's that we don't realize what we're missing or what we even need to get started. Yeah, that exactly. That's it. And a lot of people um, are ending up being frustrated and wanting their money back. And then I'm 
hearing stories so often from my clients, like, oh, I was burned before and I had I hired this person and they didn't deliver and I hired this person, they didn't show up. And it turns out that all that other person did was not having a process in place to guide the client through the first steps. And it, this, the client, of course, immediately jumps to the conclusion this other person is dumb or they don't want to work with me or whatever. They just want my money and run. Because the client oftentimes also doesn't have a process. So they <laughs> won't know that the other person is missing a process because they don't have it either. Right. And that's, yeah, it's just ridiculous thinking about it. Nobody has a process. Everybody's running around with the chicken with their head cut off. Right. <laughs> it's good times to be had by all. So, you know, Anya, one of the things, of course, you do is you work one on one with people, but that's a small group of clients where you help them kind of run their business and set up their processes. But I want to talk a little bit and let's transition here to talking about Delegation Nation, right? This was a grand idea you had. And of course, as somebody who knows how to plan out processes and implement, you had the big idea and now you're, you're planning out the step by step where people can discover what do they need to actually delegate their most important tasks? What kind of processes do they need in place to put their genius into the hands of somebody else so that they can take on the day-to-day activities? So tell me a little bit about, you know, how did you start building your community? Yeah, well, the idea was actually born when I was talking with a big visionary, which is my business mentor, right? And she's someone who has like a thousand ideas an hour, And I was talking with her and we realized that uh, my done-for-you services are great, but they require entrepreneurs to be at a specific level already, right? Um, But I did not have something for people who are just starting and want to kind of dip their toes into the water when it comes to delegation and hiring someone and, and things like that. And so I've, I said, yeah, but that's easily solvable because uh, I can just bring people together, give them the training for the first step and explain to them how they build a process and then they can run with it. And of course, that's not as easy as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out there's a lot more to be done with that, but um One of my core things, like I have one go-to process that I use for everything, and that's the customer journey, basically. So the first thing I'm usually doing when creating a new offer or, in that case, building a community is mapping out what do I want the experience to look like and uh, how do I want to guide people through that so they feel supported, they get not overwhelmed, but they are also motivated to keep on going and not just like falling off the bandwagon after one or two months. And so uh, I planned out this whole client or or customer journey for the community. And um, I'm really excited about it. And the first few people already joined. So they are in their early stages of that client journey. And so far, everyone is very happy about that. Uh, But of course, there are pitfalls of like people not getting the process right away. And then they are questions and they are insecure. Is that even the right thing? Do I even want to learn that? Or do I want to leave it to you immediately? But well, I'm not at that level yet. And all those types of questions are coming up. 
So that's where I need to readjust my process a little bit and make it very, very clear. This is who it's for. And this is what the first steps looks like. And this is all you need to have to get started. So you don't need to be at a specific level. You don't need to have however many members on your team already, right? Just making that very clear to people. So you said a really uh, a few really important things, right? Number one was that you've got a process; it's your go-to process, and you're using that process yourself to start building out your community. But you noticed that uh, some people were still confused. There were still some areas, some gaps, if you will, in application. So you're tweaking your process, right? So I think yeah. something that a lot of entrepreneurs kind of have in their head is it's set it and forget it, right? I'll do it once and it'll be great. But just because you finally sat down to figure out those step-by-step processes doesn't mean there's not room for improvement. Doesn't mean there's not space for you to change things or or tweak things. So I really want uh, audience converter community for you guys to remember that, you know, a process is very important to have in place. So you know what to do and when to do it and so that you can hand it off to somebody else, but that there's, you know, it's not the end all be all right. There is Uh, opportunity for you to change things a little bit. If you, you know, need to make a tweak, Uh, it's not the end of the world, right? Just because you created it doesn't mean it can't be changed to grow with you because your business and your community will change as you grow. Yeah. And that's actually very important because what I keep telling my clients is that I'm viewing a process as a a kind of a living document, right? Mm. So needs to be changed even because, and that's also something I realized a lot of people get wrong. Uh, They talk about scaling in the sense of I'm doing more marketing and I'm making more sales and I'm taking on more clients. But uh, if you just go by the definition that comes from the IT world, uh, scaling is actually making sure that it's the, the system is still working even though you are adding more users to it. And if we apply that to the business sense, it means that the system or the process should be built to still be working even though you are adding more clients to it, you are adding more team members to it, you are, you are adding another piece of technology to it, right? And just coming from that definition, it means there's no other way than the process needs to change and grow and be adjusted. Absolutely. Every step, basically, right? All the time. Yes. Uh, Adjusting and being open to change, I think, is a key part of being an entrepreneur. So you mentioned that, uh, you know, you're, you're just starting out with this community. You're just building it. What have been some of the struggles that you've that you've encountered with building and creating this delegation nation? Yeah, uh, for one, it's it's really interesting because um, I'm building a community that's not like me, right? Because I want to bring in the people that uh, I know I can best serve. So the visionaries, the creatives, who are slightly chaotic and who most of the time don't have a process other than I'm having it in my head, right? Um And that actually was hard for me to grasp because I offered them what I had to offer, right? I took a plain and simple text of like, 
here's what you get. You are getting one process a month. You are getting an SOP template. You are getting uh, access to my library of processes so you can pick and choose and whatever. And then um, I had someone look it over and she said, well, you know what? I'm a visionary and I don't even know what you're talking about. So that's absolutely not attractive to me. You need to speak my language. And it was, it, it took some effort for me and a mindset shift for me to really let go of my, but you need to tell people what's in there from, from a process standpoint and you need to have your bullet points and you need to have this and that and really change to a more outcome-based language of like, you are getting peace of mind. You are getting a training crowd for delegation. You are getting uh, control of your chaos, things like that. So I really needed to make an effort to start using the language of the people I want in the community instead of going to my default language that I'm using um, and that my peers, of course, are understanding because they are similar to me and they are thinking like me and they are process-oriented as well. But that's not the people that I want to build the community around. So that I think that was one of the really big struggles. So, you know, you've just hit the nail on the head for the struggle for so many people when it comes to marketing, right? So many of us, we know so much about what we do that we can forget that the people we're trying to talk to don't have that background, right? You said some really key things in audience converter community. I want you to really take a moment and let this seep in, right? The importance of using your audience's language, the importance of realizing that you know more than they do. So you need to simplify and bring people in at a basic level so you can explain to them exactly how you're going to help them. And one of the things you said which is so incredibly important and is the key to basically any solid marketing messaging and copy you're going to see out there. And that is outcome-based language, right? So many people, I don't care that I'm going to get 50,000 modules. 50,000 modules sounds like a lot of work, but if you're <laughs> going to tell me I'm going to have less chaos in my life, I'm going to have more time. I'm going to make more money. I'm going to have to put in less hours. I'm going to be home in time for dinner. That's what's important. That's what makes sense to so many people is what is the benefit? What is the outcome? What can I do, right? I'm going to do this module. I'm going to use this widget. I'm going to go through this step-by-step -step process. But at the end of the day, what is that going to do for me? And that's where your benefits and your outcomes come in. And it's so important to have that in the, in the forefront of your mind when talking about building a community. Because I think a lot of us fall into that same category, right? We're trying to build a community of people who are not just like us, because what we're providing is an opportunity for people to understand how to get something done. And the reason they're wanting to join our community is because we know how to do it and they don't. So the way we talk about it, though, needs to change a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. But that, again, was a, a struggle for me. And it took me some time to wrap my head around that. But thankfully, I had someone guiding me in that. And uh, I trust her completely. So I'm trusting my business mentor with my business completely. And uh, if she says jump, then I'm jumping. So if she's <laughs> to me, I don't understand that. I'm not at all compelled by that. You need to change that. I'm changing it. 
right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So Anya, I want to say thank you so much for coming on and talking about the importance of creating processes and, and how that might look for people. What would you say is that first step? What should people do right away to get started on planning out these processes so they can spend time doing more of what they love and, you know, hand off the other things they don't like doing to people who can clearly understand what their vision is? Well, I I would say that um, the client onboarding the customer journey is my go-to process for a reason. And that's because if my clients are happy and they are paying me, then guess what? I have money to do all the other things and hire people for, for things that I'm not really good at. And so I would say the first step really is think about your client journey first. And make sure that that is really solid so that you don't lose your clients once they sign on with you and they are happy and they are paying you money and they are referring you because they have great experience with you because that's the lifeline of your business, people paying you money because then you can take that money and spend it on someone building all of the other processes for you. Or to learn it, to do it yourself, which also, of course, costs money and time, right? Absolutely. And you've got a, a workshop coming up, right? Where people can kind of get started on that process? Yeah, right. I do have a, a never lose a done deal again workshop. I learned to use uh, the outcome-based language, you know, <laughs> basically uh, about client onboarding and how to build the customer journey. And I'm guiding people through and will be a hands-on workshop. So uh, we will be actually creating a document around that that people can then take away and implement. But yeah, it's called Never Lose a Done Deal because that's the top of my problem people have. Absolutely. Never lose a done deal. And of course, the link to that, if you are interested, can and want to explore, will be in the show notes. So Anya, I want to say thank you so much again, for being here and for sharing your wisdom and understanding of processes for those of us who don't find that exciting uh, to my audience. And if people want to learn more about you and what you do, where can they find you? Uh, Well, I have two websites, uh, one for my done-for-you services. uh, That's management-made-easy.com. And the the other one, of course, for the community, that's delegation-nation.com. Do be sure to check out Delegation Nation and Management Made Easy if you're interested in building out processes for not only onboarding clients, but also just organizing your entire business structure so that you can build a community that will make a bigger impact in the world and, of course, a positive impact on your business and your bank account. So, Anya, thank you again so much for being here and uh, for talking with us today. Yeah, thank you, Kimberly. It was a pleasure. I had really fun. We always aim to provide a pleasant and fun experience. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Audience Converter Podcast for community leaders, where we talk about the business side of building a community that can improve the world at large. And thank you so much for listening. Remember, until next time, keep calm and learn how to delegate. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.